Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. How was the live trading show, Ryan? Oh, it was good, actually. We hit Redbox this morning. I hit Redbox. That was uh, a good one. I, like, was watching that one. I was like, dang, I almost included it in Socks Watch today, but... Uh... So the, the craziest part is that it, it actually took mul- three, uh, uh, excuse me, three attempts within the regular session to bust through the 430 resistance level. The first that. attempt, I tried to take it. It backed yeah. off that level. I took a loss. And then nice. as it came back that third time, I hit it and got my loss back and got some profit. Nice. So clawbacks just, like that, always a confidence builder, especially early you in the get, morning. Uh, it's now, so. <laughs> did, you, did you take profit? already oh yeah yeah i'm, I'm out nice. for right now until it sets up nice when did you get out what price did you get out um it was so i was just doing um i was just scalping so i was in yeah. at 429 and out at 441 oh that's oh wow that's, that's good that's not a scalp yeah, yeah that's, awesome. that's that's nice 12 cents yep steve wait first what's on your what's on your shirt oh yeah so this is uh so camp unis honest so have you heard of the youtuber markiplier Okay, he's like he's he's like one of the biggest YouTubers. He does like gaming, like play playthrough content. Nice. And at the end of 2019, he created a you know, and he he has like 30, 40 million subscribers, like literally one of the biggest channels on YouTube. Uh, he created a channel called Unis Honest, where him and his friend would make one video a day, and at the end of one year, they would delete the channel. That's awesome. Um, and so it was basically like this thing that like they were just making tons of content with uh-huh. the intent of the channel dying basically and they had a like funeral funny. party then so basically in the summer of 2020 they made camp unis on a shirt so yeah you literally can't like i watched a bunch of them you can't find them wow, anymore they're gone crazy. it's gone it's like gone off the internet ryan um, this is cool, steve's yeah. steve's shirts are like a thing like i'll always be like oh what's on your shirt today so mm-hmm. ryan my you, shirts you... are boring they're all from costco so <laughs> at least steve's <laughs> bringing some sauce to the event <laughs> costco's good got good shirts some sauce happy friday ladies and gentlemen welcome to benzinga's friday edition of our stocks to watch podcast today is friday april 29th 2022 this is the last market day in april folks Ooh. believe it or not April in the books. Today, we are joined with Benzinga's Ryan Faluna. He's going to give us, at the end of the Socks to Watch list, a few unusual options that he has on his radar. And just want to say what up to Ryan. How are you doing today, Ryan? I'm doing really good, Brett. How are you and Steve doing today? Good. Doing well. Yeah, good. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, y'all. Thanks for joining us, Ryan. Ryan, thanks for joining us, Steve. As always, mm-hmm. the Daily Socks Watch podcast is a list of at least five ideas every single day, every single market day, provided by the Benzinga News Desk team. We have these stocks on our radar for the day, maybe for through the weekend, maybe into next week. And we want you to potentially consider them for getting them on your radar. We think there could be some increased volume, volatility, or maybe just some good old fashioned increased investor attention on these names. 
And again, we think you maybe want to get them on your radar. The list for today, we got a good one, folks. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> list for today, Berkshire Hathaway is number one. It's ticker two tickers there, BRK slash A and BRK slash B. Sack to watch number two is Alibaba, B-A-B-A. Number three is Live Nation, L-Y-V. Number four is Finch Therapeutics, F-N-C-H. And our last one is BioKey, B-K-Y-I. And then a few minutes later in the podcast, Ryan is going to go over Nike, N-K-E, Plug Power, P-L-U-G, and also Sunrun, R-U-N. Just want to give it a little teaser there. Let's get started with the Sox Watch list for today. Berkshire Hathaway, it is Warren Buffett's famous Berkshire annual shareholder meeting this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Always hosts it in Omaha, Nebraska. That is, I think, his hometown. I think he was, like, born and raised in Nebraska. I think so. And Berkshire at these famous, now famous, they've been famous for a long time now, at these famous meetings will give their latest quarterly results. They'll discuss the future of Berkshire and Mm -hmm. its conglomeration. And they have like a lot of fun at the meeting. You always hear about Warren Buffett playing his favorite instrument, the ukulele. If you can just imagine (laughs) good old the Oracle of Omaha up on stage for a a few thousand shareholders jamming away on that ukulele. That, That happens this week's, ladies and gentlemen. And of course... Warren Buffett's an older guy. He's getting mm-hmm. up. He's getting up there into his high 80s. And his partner, Charlie Munger, I believe is in his 90s. They're both, you know, pretty, pretty active guys. But as being older gentlemen, there is always speculation. And of course, Berkshire Hathaway and Warren Buffett being some of the most notable investors in history, there is always some speculation about when Warren Buffett or Charlie Munger are going to be retiring. I did hear a little bit of that chatter this week. Yeah, I was just going to say that that's been kind of the, you know, a little bit of a, a rumbling throughout the week, right? We've been hearing some rumors. There's been there's been just stuff being like, are they going to announce it? You know, like speculation, yeah. right? Speculation, yeah. And a good so I it. was, Steve, I, I'm not sure if you caught this this morning. I was coincidentally listening to CNBC and CNBC anchor is like a good friend of Warren Buffett and Becky uh, Becky Quick was interviewing another very notable investor and another friend of Warren Buffett, Mario Gabelli, on air today, and they were having a discussion about why Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger are going to be managing Berkshire Hathaway for the next 10 years. Mario Gabelli said, I can see Charlie Munger managing Berkshire Hathaway when he's 101 years old. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy so I, I was i was a little reassured about some of that speculation just thought it was an interesting point here to attach to our stock to watch podcast yeah for today all right i'll take it away with number two alibaba ticker b-a-b-a um and this is just you know uh as we've done in the past kind of an indication of a of a sector right uh we had some positive news for chinese tech companies, Chinese internet tech companies in, in particular. So Baba is just kind of one of them, but even um, something like a Baidu is up 8%, Billy okay. Billy's up 15%. Okay. Um, and so the news was that uh, there was uh, the Chinese top leaders were vowing to, um, you know, 
possibly ease off their crackdown on internet firms. There's been some crackdown on forgeries and gambling and and payment companies. Alibaba has been kind of particularly hit bad by the Chinese government. And so, you know, this speculation, because they're, they're trying to boost their economy amid COVID shutdowns, right? Uh-huh. They're trying to, right. to get things rolling a little bit. Right. And so um, that report, yeah, Baba is up like, you know, 10%. The Chinese stock market is, of course, closed now. It's it's the yep. evening over there, and the one of China's main indices, the Hang Seng, closed up like ten percent. That's a major index that closed up ten percent. If you can imagine the Nasdaq closing up ten percent, that would yeah. be major news that had happened. Uh, a good a little tip here: an ETF <laughs> that we like to watch for China-related news is ticker FXI, and that yep. FXI fund is up. About six, six and, and a half percent today. I was gonna say, yeah, that's that's one of the highest I've I've seen that thing. It doesn't it doesn't yep. move like you know it it covers the whole Chinese market. So um, yeah, six and a half percent is pretty good. Absolutely, stock to watch number three. We're gonna move on to here is Live Nation LYV. This is a play on, believe it or not, mm-hmm. augmented slash virtual reality concert slash show experiences Mm -hmm. there was a thursday report that we heard that live nation announced a partnership with snap for augmented reality shows yeah they're they're basically uh you can you you can take your phone and like try on the merch there or you know uh see different um experiences and this actually comes off the heels of something that happened at coachella i think it was last week uh there was uh a band called um where is it uh flume a band called flume and during one of their performances there was an experience that was only for at home viewers (laughs) it was an ar experience of this giant parrot you know like like looming above the stage (laughs) godzilla sized parrot like seriously and it looks super realistic they partnered with epic games and and through through their ar um component and it was like the first time ar has been like implemented in in that kind of way through a live concert experience and so you know this thing is uh you know um the live ar concert experience is is definitely a thing that's that's going to be happening a lot more we knew that snap was a play on getting some exposure to augmented reality Mm -hmm. kind of funny to think about live nation as potentially having some exposure to that now but yeah we've said it we've said it a few times in the in the last few podcasts steve's the 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 future is now. We're, is we're, now. We're, we're we're living in the future. I can't wait to do this podcast from our snap glasses, <laughs> just walking around. <laughs> what is our stock to watch number four today? Our, our stock to watch number four is Finch Therapeutics (FNCH). This is a big one today. Uh, they uh, they're up sixty percent in the pre market. Uh, because they're removing an FDA clinical or the FDA removed a clinical hold on one of the drug candidates, yep. which is obviously, you know, one of the big FDA type of catalysts. Right. Um, and so that thing was was flying this morning. Let's see how it's doing right now. Still trading up about a good 45 yeah, percent. It looks like it looks like it wants to hold some resistance around the three dollar level. This is a low float name, folks, mm-hmm. seeing about 25 million shares in its float. That's kind of at the higher end of what we consider to be in low float territory. And really quick, a little bit of education on that phrase that you just said there a minute ago, Steve, a clinical hold. And Mm -hmm. what a clinical hold is, is when a company has a candidate going through clinical trials, 
the FDA can sort of intervene and go like, hey, company, there's some things that we want you to do with the trial before you can proceed. Yeah. And it's it's probably one of the worst news items that you can see if you are an FDA or a biotech or a pharma investor. Yeah. You do not want to see a clinical hold. There there can be a reason when a when the FDA says we're gonna do a clinical hold because we think they don't even need to continue proceeding with the trial. The results from the trial have already been so good that you can just stop the trial right now. We want to make a ruling on it. Most of the time, that is not a, not the case. So in he, in Finch here from yesterday and being impacted today, the removal of that clinical hold has sent the stock sharply higher. Let's end oh, yeah, here. Real, real quick, if I What's going on, Ryan? Yeah, come on in. I was taking a look at Finch. This doesn't have anything to do with options, but I, I like to watch these plays, especially sure. in the morning. I like to kind of catch up on some of these plays that are gapping up. If we look here at Finch, though, one of the things that stands out here is stock trades on average about 40,000 shares a day. Today, it's already traded traded 29 million plus. All right, so that is, that is a gigantic divergence <clears throat> in here. That means that there's likely to be action regardless of the news, right. probably in both directions. And you've kind of seen that this morning. You've seen this trade up in the pre-market. You've seen it pull since the open uh and you're seeing it try to form a base here brent you you were saying that it, it is absolutely holding three here uh we're getting some sideways consolidation action and i think that you at, we got a vwap here of 331 and we have a previous okay. intraday resistance at 333 we okay. have the the recent channel that the stock is in is is like you were saying between three and 312 so as far as a, a more day trades that you may see today or shorter term trades that you see today uh 312 is taken out i would look for a move towards that 330 handle and if somehow vwap is taken out i would look for a move towards 365 367 anything above that's going to be pretty crazy here all of this uh is is dependent upon it holding three and it's pulling down right. to three level as we speak so. three 302 excellent stuff ryan thanks for popping in there mm-hmm. that's what you get folks on the friday edition of the Benzinga stocks watch podcast and this is what you get from this guy on like a daily basis he's on yeah. A couple of our YouTube shows. You just were doing the, the live trading show, right, Ryan, right? You're on that yep. every day, right? Yep. That runs from, when does that run from? Uh, that runs right after pre-market prep. Sometimes those guys like to have a little fun and go a little over. So I can't yeah. give you a specific start time, but it's right after pre-market prep. And it normally goes to about 11. Nice. Awesome, man. So tune in if you want some more of this great info that Ryan is so easily, I can't turn it off, man. I, I see I see <laughs> charts and tree lines and mountain lines and everything, bro. Like, wow, there's some resistance off, so. in that branch there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for popping in there, Ryan. Uh, Steve, hit us with our last, last stock to watch for the day. All right. Last one is BioKey, B-K-Y-I. Uh, and this is another interesting kind of uh, tech play. So this one sure. is, is having an, an event where they're going to highlight their biometric fingerprint technology. And actually, they called it um, a really interesting phrase, identity bound biometric solutions. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe even more than than uh, your fingerprint, you know, your heartbeat, you know, your sure your, your temperature, all that kind of stuff. Right. And maybe, so maybe it's a phone. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure exactly the all, all, all that goes into it, but they're basically highlighting it for um, cybersecurity and privacy situations. Yeah. So that's kind of where I, I was intrigued. This company has been around for some time making these biometric fingerprint systems, technologies, but mm-hmm. 
when you sort of say like, ooh, is there a cybersecurity application here? Is there a privacy application here? I think it gets a little bit more interesting. This is, I wanted to warn, a very low volume issue. Let me pull mm -hmm. up the uh, average volume that this stock trades each day. It's about, it's it's almost 100,000, which is a good sign, but this is a penny stock, so less, uh, uh, less need for getting more shares out to the market. Trades about 90,000 shares each day. And why you should care about volume, just to say something really del deliberately here for you folks, when an issue has lower volume, it could be a concern to get further into your position if you want to buy more, or it could be a concern, here's the real concern, to get out of your position in a fluid way. It's going to be harder for you to go, ooh, the stock just jumped up to 230. I want to sell right now. There might not be a person out there to buy this, the shares that you want to sell. So generally on the news team, we're usually looking for ideas that are over about 100,000 shares a day. That's kind of sort of a good um, level of volume. And like, for example, BioKey today, it's only traded under 3,000 shares, a much less liquid, a much less fluid name here to mm -hmm. end the note on Watch today. Now let's hop over to Ryan's, one of Ryan's specialties, some options activity that you're looking at, Ryan, and I teased the tickers a little bit before, and I'll let you take it away. All right, let's start with Nike, which was far and away the biggest of these detections. Uh, first of all, this week was a little bit lighter on some of these detections. It was a pretty volatile week. Uh, and I'm, okay. I, generally speaking, am looking for calls more so than puts. So let's understand that at the, at the, uh, the get-go here. Um, now, with Nike, we, we saw an absolutely enormous trade in Nike. They, we had the September 125 calls. Uh, there was 3,000 plus of those bought in one block, total premiums spent on that was $3.28 million. Uh, that happened on the 28th uh, of April here. So uh, again, that's the 125 call. The interesting part about this is that uh, this stock has actually continued to trade up from that sweep so or from that block. So it was so huge, it actually continued to drive the price. And, and the thing that's, that's worth paying attention to here is that that was an at-the-money call at the time. Uh, now we're in the money. So these calls are appreciating at the um, at a higher rate because we're now in the money and there's still a lot of time left. These don't expire until September. So you could absolutely, uh, in, uh, you know, assume that this is a swing trade or, or this is a trade that has some more legs to it. If you are in it now, I don't follow it. Nike is not a stock that I trade. Um, I'm, I'm very, very disciplined when it comes to my rules and I don't jump in things. I don't understand unless I have time to research this thing ran away right after the sweep. So I am not in this. I did not trade this in, in any in any way, uh, but this is quite interesting. As far as actually tracking this trade as well, one of the things that traders can do is monitor the open interest uh, every single day, right? right. So in this particular in this particular trade, if we take a look at that, this is the the one twenty five September calls. There is still thirteen thousand contracts in the open interest. So we can absolutely assume that the people trading this or trading around this particular print are still in it or haven't scaled out fully. Gotcha. So they're, they're, they're depth, based on the price action and based on the open interest, there absolutely appears to be more legs to this trade. We have several months for this to play out. Right. Now, the, the next one that I thought was interesting that I actually played the equity on was plug. 
Okay, so plug, of course, they do, uh, you know, battery, battery power, um, fuel type, cell, fuel, fuel cell type stuff. Sorry. Yep. And um, they, uh, what was interesting here is we actually saw short dated calls. So the opposite of what we saw in Nike, we saw the 23 and a half calls that were expiring on May 20th. So we got what less than a month here, three weeks until those calls expire. They spent traders spent $1.12 million on that position. And the stock is actually down from when that took place. Now, the, the cool part about this is that this one, because it was short term in nature, I suspected that when this hits the tape, the stock is going to pop. And that's exactly what we saw. So as soon as these options hit, the equity actually popped and I was able to scalp that equity. Again, nice. when I'm scalping equity, I'm looking for any catalyst that I can feasibly trade alongside that's going to push the stock. And options do that mm -hmm. quite frequently. It's it's more pronounced when they're shorter dated options, right? So these only expire in a couple of weeks. It absolutely caused a reaction in the stock. The stock dipped yesterday traded all the way down to a 20 handle not quite 20 2010 or so and got bought back up same session and we're back right to where we were when the sweep occurred today so part of me is wondering if there's still some more even though we only have three weeks maybe there's still some more action of course maybe there's a pr around the corner we'll see i'm not sure. in this i'd be looking because i know that this happened if i see any type of news or pr on plug i'm going to keep that in the back of my mind and if any of those things jive together perhaps there's going to be another opportunity to either scalp the equity or join join alongside some of those options ryan you take a note of this option activity informs when you aren't looking at the option what you just said there about ooh, if i do see something that comes out on bug power i'm certainly going to think back and go like hey i remember this unusual option activity the option activity maybe makes a little bit more sense now right Absolutely. Think of it like a puzzle, Brent. Uh, every trade is like a puzzle you're trying to put together. If you put it together properly, you can make some money off of it. If you put it together improperly, you may lose some money depending <laughs> on how bad it was. So the way That's I think great. about this is that if I see a PR, now I have a new puzzle piece. Does that puzzle piece jive with the last one that sure. I already have in my pocket? Sure. If so, maybe that's more impetus to actually take that trade. And then when you're looking at a, the same stock, the same, maybe the same option, some of some similar option activity in the future, you remember back and you go, hey, well, last time I saw that option activity, three days later, there was a press release or an SEC filing. Maybe this is something that I should keep on my radar for the future and try to remember. Absolutely. And Love you it, can man. even add more option sweeps to that list of, of potential catalysts. So we're talking about the May monthly calls here. Well, guess what? If that 23, that first of all, that 23 and a half strike still has 9,000 contracts in the in the open interest. Okay. Well, if we see another bullish detection where there are calls above the ask at that same strike, that might be a double dip of this potential of, of this potential uh, uh, option contract. So we sure. want to know about those things. We want to keep mm -hmm. those things. So even though I, I just scalped the equity and I'm out of this, it's still on the back burner. I'm still going right. to remember this until right. this is actually expired. Love it, man. A ton of good education in there. And That's great. Your your last stock is uh, you're you're on the uh, you're on the renewable energy stuff here today. Yep. A solar name Sunrun, right? 
Yep. So, so cheers to you for pointing that out. Let's start with that. You're absolutely right. The last detection here is in fact, Sun Run. Uh, this was the August 19, $25 calls. Traders spent $1.18 million in premium on this particular uh, unusual options trade. But Brent, you really took the key point there right at the top. We already saw one in plug, right? The Nike one is not related to this in, in any way. We already saw one in plug. Now we're seeing that's hydrogen fuel cell. Now we're seeing one in, in Sun Run. That's another alternative energy. So really perhaps, perhaps there are other alternative energy stocks to, to take a look for it. So what Ooh, comes to mind here from small point. cap land would be F-Cell, uh, Frank, Charlie, Echo, Lima, F-Cell, okay. E-L. And then on top of that, uh, one of the, one of the uh, ETFs I like to monitor, I don't uh, like to trade the solar stocks. They're quite volatile. I think there's um, okay. um, a lot of, of uh, hype uh, about some of that stuff. However, what I do love to trade and love to monitor is the solar ETF because that's going to kind of diversify any type of risk that I have. So one of the things that I'm thinking of is, guess what? Just like we talked about in Plug, if I see unusual option sweeps in TAN, T-A-N, uh, which is the solar ETF, I'm going to remember, hey, there were some unusual option sweeps in Sunrun too. This might be related. Maybe this is where we're going to do some more due diligence. The other thing about these Sunrun calls is that these are the August 19th calls, right? And they're the $25 calls. So there's still some time for this trade to materialize. Maybe like we were discussing earlier, maybe there's a PR. Maybe the government says something conducive to alternative energy. Maybe something else. Maybe there's some other type of catalyst that's going to give some of these stocks a bump. And, you know, the smart Money sometimes knows where that is. The interesting thing about Sunrun here is that the, this is actually down from this detection. We gapped up a little bit here today that brought okay. us closer closer to that, but we're actually down from this. And the open interest, it, they're still there. The the people that took this trade or the trader that took this trade is still in it. Uh, if we take a look at the at the open interest here for the twenty five strike of August, um, there is still six thousand eight hundred contracts in the open interest, and in fact, there's still eight thousand nine hundred contracts in the strike above it, the thirty strike. So okay. part of me is saying, although this hasn't worked yet. Perhaps there's going to be an opportunity in the near future going forward. And again, that's the benefit of, of understanding that these detections have happened. Maybe there's going to be another catalyst to add on to it. I'm a huge proponent of aligning data points for a trade plan. Mm -hmm. So if I don't get in an unusual option sweep on one, but then I start to see repeat detections or something that's related to that, yeah. that my antennas go up, right? And now I'm, I'm a little bit more uh, apt to take that trade. So I'm going to be watching these. The only one I for sure won't trade is Nike because that's run away from me. And I, yep. I don't particularly care to trade that particular company. However, this plug and this run, these are interesting to me. And I think that mm -hmm. there might be some more opportunity going, uh, going on here. One more thing that I want to just really quickly mention on plug. It's possible that whatever event the, the traders are waiting for and plug gets pushed back. So one of the other things to watch for would be, does the, do the, the contracts held in the May 20, 23 and a half call, do those get closed and then reopened further on down the line? So uh, sometimes you'll hear traders referring to that as I sold and rolled. Okay. You sold the contracts that you had and you rolled them into a strike into the future to give your trade some more legs. I'd be watching for that too. I don't have any indication that that's the case. But if we see something like that, that would be something to add on to what we've already seen. Wow, Ryan, a ton of a ton of awesome info in there in general, a ton of education from the way you're looking at things. Really appreciate you joining, man. This is a ton of good info. And 
you know, I, I feel like Fridays will will never be the same without you again. Well, no. thankfully, I'm available on Friday, Brent. I don't plan <laughs> on going anywhere. So let's do it. This is a lot of fun. You Woo. guys are awesome. Um, I'm a, I am really, really love what you're doing in, in terms of helping coaching people up on news because to me, news sure. is, is paramount. News is way more important than a chart. So yeah. uh, the, the, the lesson that you just gave on the FDA, the clinical hold, uh, I took value from that. I took value from that. Nice. So, um, you know, th- and by the way, we were talking about Finch at that time. It broke through that 312. It's moving towards the upside. So let's see what happens today. That's great. Um, I, 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 lo- I love it. I'm, I'm really glad that you guys bring me on. I'd be happy to join you anytime that you ask me. I'm glad that you that you come on because th- this is an area where I, you know, I'm more of a news guy and not not a trading guy. And this is the, mm-hmm. this is out of my depth. And so this is super good education for me. And I'm the flip side of that, Steve. So it's great to get <laughs> both perspectives. Yeah, it is. I agree. love it. We want to hear what you guys and gals out there think about Ryan on it as the addition on a Friday. We'd, uh, you know, we, we, we're going to keep doing it. We like it, but we want a little bit of reinfor- reinforcement from y'all if you don't mind. So give us a shout. Give us an email. Give our awesome producer, Asley, a shout. She can pass some of the feedback along. And you can find us around Benzinga Properties, like us three, Ryan, Steve, and myself. We're in the chats. We're in the Benzinga Pro chats a lot of time. Um, but if not, we'll also include our emails in the description for this podcast and give us a shout, give us some feedback, give us some recommendations on news you want to see or don't want to see. Give us some ideas on things about the platform that you want to see us make some improvements on. We are always all ears. We love hearing from y'all. And that's going to wrap it up for us today for this week. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back with you next week for five more Benzinga Socks to Watch podcasts. Hope everyone has an excellent weekend. Look, everyone. Take care. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.